What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, owner and proprietor of Sam's Special Shabbat Shack. <laughs> and I'm your sweet baby Jesus and 30 under 30 messianic luminary, Jordan Canning. Wow. And we are joined by Roy of the show, Roy Fuck Warlock Semper Funny. It's Roy, uh, also known as the Ben Boinka bitch who stole Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, I like <laughs> the, that one. How the ginch. Ben Boyka yeah. Ginch. Ben Boyka Ginch. <laughs> the Binch stole Christmas. Yeah, that's what it almost was, but then I remembered the funny Boyka Binch joke from however long ago. Gotta boink God, that we're bitch. funny. We're so funny. I don't think we made that joke. I think that was someone else. <laughs> someone yeah, funny. It's, anyway. it's good enough. Are y'all in the Christmas spirit? No. Sam, I've known Dingle, you for I've what? known you for a number of years, and I know mm-hmm. one thing about you is that when it's dis- when it's like October 30th through December 31st. It's the most wonderful time of the so year. You can't get enough it. of that jingle energy. Now, I can only speak for myself. Growing up Jewish has made me hate Christmas <laughs> so you, very much. You hear, you hear Little Drummer Boy, and you wait for that fucking bass drop, and you want them to turn it up. Yeah, I do the solo along with him. Um, I, I need to, I'm really going to do my absolute best sincerely to not just be shitting on Christmas. We know that there are people out there who do love a Christmas. We are not among them. Roy, how do you feel about Christmas? Um, growing up celebrating Christmas, I can say that I hate Christmas, so. (laughs) Yay! Perfect. Three Scrooges. Yep. Woohoo! Um, do you this like is... Christian values, though? Because, you know, Christmas, it's become a secular holiday all around the world and in America. And, you know, some people, you know, Brenda, me, mm. we think that they took the Christ out of Christmas. So what? I think that we need a television program to put it back in because they call it Xmas a lot of places around the world. But I we want to put them it... calling it Xmas. They take the, you know, they take the, the Christ imagery. They took the man- the mangler off of the Starbucks cups. And we want it back on. <laughs> Mangler's what trigger. a relief it is for me now to be 1,400 miles away from you again. <laughs> this Did is, you like this episode? This is season 5, episode 12, Hetty's Happy Holiday House, the Christmas episode, written by Brenda Hampton, directed by Keith Truesdale. <laughs> um, this has so, some choice well, cuts, I, dude. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's great... Uh, for for your sake, for your downstairs neighbor's sake, that I'm not there t- uh, today. <laughs> because you'd be stomping uh, your feet for Christmas. Because I would be stomping a hole through the floor. <laughs> I think that it's time. I think we needed... Th- I think we, as a show, we needed a holiday episode. Can you and believe happened- we made it 108 episodes without having a Christmas special? <laughs> but we are here. It's December 5th when we're recording, so we're 20 days away. That's like one Harry Potter marathon away. 
I tried so hard to plan this podcast from day one. I scheduled family vacations. We're five uh, days years into in advance. We're five days into twenty five days of Christmas from ABC Freeform. Right. Which means Unfortunately, it's my time. my health was just a little bit too good. I I I meant to be very sick right now, but instead I'm just a little sick right now. So unfortunately, unfortunately I didn't have a good enough excuse to postpone the podcast for another couple of weeks. Wishing. That's okay though. Yeah. This episode. This episode. Um, Hetty's happy holiday hole. Hetty's happy holiday house. Oh yeah. I here's my opinion of it. Uh, <laughs> what is there to say about this episode? It's I, great. I will say positively, there were a lot of moments that were very fun and goofy and sweet, but uh, I overall found it difficult to enjoy. Uh, a, because I'm a Scrooge and a uh, curmudgeon and an asshole who hates Christmas with a passion. None of those things make you an asshole. It makes you a rational human. No, I didn't say they make me an asshole. I just so said I shouldn't say rational these are things about me. We're, we're all uh, it makes them euphoric. <laughs> yeah, it, it I, makes you I, tip your I was, fedora in disgust. Yeah, when I was watching this episode, I was just filled with euphoria. That was how I felt. <laughs> that was how I felt. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, there were some euphoric moments for me in this viewing experience. Uh, B... Uh, my my issue with this episode that is not an internal thing with me being a piece of shit is that this episode is just full of so many like weird jarring like out of character like it would have been fine if this were just like a one-off christmas special that was like semi-canonical but this episode like develops a lot of plot points for sort how of on accident i think i think that it's a mix of like brenda hiko araki forgot and also <laughs> brenda hiko iraqi <laughs> and also just like we need to make okay let's just i think roy first of all how did you like it did you enjoy it did um, you love oh it? yeah this was this was an episode that i uh cruelly assigned <laughs> to you i said roy have what fun was the last episode you were on with us Where uh did you... oh, fuck it was back in march i don't remember who could possibly remember yeah who could it's remember? probably like ben doing some bullshit i know ben did no, do I don't some think bullshit that's happened um, Ricky being nice. <laughs> my thing with this episode um, is that number one, it's not very good. Um, to just get that out of the way. Uh, second, um, there sure is just a donkey that happens. <laughs> yeah, possibly yeah, well. the greatest. Well, we'll get like there's two donkeys I love in my life, and <laughs> there's this one, and there's the funny, sh- there's the funny Eddie Murphy one. <laughs> And this one didn't make like a joke about like a song from the like a, a song from the 1960s, so I didn't love him as much as I loved Donkey. But no- I I appreciated this donkey. Now nobody I liked his origin story. <laughs> nobody put an <laughs> apple on a fishing line and led the that's donkey true. around. And that's my fucking problem. That's this is no problem. little apple. Yeah, he didn't have horrible human eyes and did not get horny at yeah. any point. So okay, I have two pre-episode points to make. One. And I don't think we talked about this last week, but it it blew my ass out when I was watching the episode. <laughs> Did we fail to discuss the fact that George sees David at the hospital in last week's episode and just intuits that David has to be the father because otherwise he wouldn't be appearing again in season five? <laughs> well, he also knows that Anne told uh, Wilhelmina Bink to Willadina that um that roberto looks nothing like him so he knew that because he's he read the script like like george hasn't questioned that he's roberto's father since season two 
Have you considered that he's he's like, oh my god, David wouldn't be back if if I was Roberto's father. Maybe he just what would be the drama? Maybe he just knows because he read the script. What's your other point? Is that this the last episode was the mid season finale? Yes. So the previous episode I believe aired in August. This week's episode aired in like late November, and then next week's episode. uh, aired in March, I think. So they took three months off. Brenda wanted us to think Jack was dead for, like, a solid... (laughs) Yes, we got a three-month cliffhanger. This episode takes place in-universe three months later. So Jack has been in a coma for three months. Yes, and then we're gonna get another four months between this episode and next. Okay, let's... We've put it off long enough. Let's dive in. Damn right we we have. We get every... So just when you're visualizing this episode, every room in the world has a beautiful elaborate lush christmas tree every single yeah, last one that, that's the least of my angers i like that we reveal we maybe we've revealed this before that, that no so there's a little menorah in the amy house a hanukia a hanukia <laughs> thank you um oh, i didn't even notice that i was too busy looking bish. at john in his in his cute little suit that was i'm good using to see. i oh, know it was it's the only thing it's i could a, notice because of how mad i was about it so ricky's <laughs> jewish and he celebrates hanukkah Ricky, um, okay, this this made me feel some kind of way. This is the worst thing the show has ever done to me. I don't believe I, the, you. They killed the, a baby one time. I don't care about that anymore. The fact that Ricky... <laughs> like, this is just emblematic of my fucking beef with Christmas and Christians. The fact that Brenda Hampton decided that Ricky is Jewish, and for his entire existence on the show, he's just been... Attending Grace, church with a people. Date to church. He has never go to said church. a word about his religion. Like, how fucking dare you? Like, oh, th- what what wonderful representation! Thank you, Brenda, for this fucking bone that you've thrown us. Oh well, well, if you're thinking that Ricky maybe you know lights the candles or talks about Hanukkah one time, he does. I don't think I don't yeah, think there were sure, fucking candles in. Yeah, no, no, it was empty. Well, granted, I Hanukkah fact, comes- fact check. Hanukkah that year had already happened, so I don't even know why he had the fucking menorah out. Thanks, Brenda. If See, he- here's the thing. When I saw the menorah, I was worried that Ricky was going to be like, Amy, you never acknowledge my faith. Oh, you always God. make me go to church and celebrate Christmas, but I'm Jewish. How dare you? But Brenda, for a Christmas miracle, Brenda has thrown the Raimi shippers a bone because they went one episode without being uh, without Ricky being shitty to Amy. <laughs> he did coerce her into committing a crime, though. No, it's a legal with their crime. Child in the, in tow. No, the crime was legal, and and Hetty loves it. Um, but she but, loves it so except we, for she loves it except for the road spikes that she puts in front of the entrance. <laughs> that's her trick. Yeah, that's so. Do you think that's we'll Eddie's talk about that later? <laughs> do you think that someone like pulled Brenda aside and said, Brenda, it's Christmas. We're making a Christmas special, but like, can you make Ricky be nice for one week? I have a no. I I have a sincere question, Brenda. Do you know that there's other religions besides Christianity and Buddhism? She says, "I've heard that Catholics exist because <laughs> like they've used Buddhism as a punchline, but that's the only other reference they've ever made to a religion that's not Christianity." For what this the, show that Brenda's is like, constantly Brenda's talking like, whoa, whoa, about Christianity. Brenda's like, there's that one, they're like the Christians who do it wrong. What are those guys called? What are those guys who do the Christians, <laughs> but they don't go hard enough? No, 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 no. Those are the Christians who are all going to hell. But there's the ones who are also going to hell, but they're not doing it hard enough. They don't believe in the J-Dog. Oh, Jewish people. That's right. 
They're the ones who do it wrong. So anyway, okay. yeah, we'll yeah. they're going this to because I am. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so she Ricky, knows how other religions work. She clearly fucking does. She doesn't it. know how Christianity yeah. works. That's true. I think I know more about being Christian than Brenda Hampton does. Anyway, it's it's so, six o'clock at night on they've Christmas already eaten Eve. Christmas we skip, dinner. Amy, we skip Christmas dinner and opening presents. I'm sure it was all really fluffy and fun to watch. Uh, Ricky says to Amy, he's like, "Hey." What should we do until Santa comes at midnight? We're going to have Christmas uh, fuck. We're going to make Christmas whoopee. No. And Ricky's like, Ricky's like asking Amy all these questions. What is he's your most like, treasured Christian memory? Mine is going yeah, to he's church like, he's and like, worshiping hey, Amy, the Lord you, Christ. Hey, Amy, can you describe all of the warm family moments that never happened on the show? Yeah, Amy talks like, oh, about her beloved blah, family blah, blah, Christmases and, and they're cute. There was a thing about a bike and it doesn't matter. Like this stuff. No, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the deets. Oh my god, really? I, there's, we're gonna there's, be here all night. <laughs> no, I know, this is gonna be a long episode. There's stuff that matters here, though. Uh, one, Amy says that uh, sometimes they would have Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve, sometimes they would have it on Christmas Day. That matters. Uh, two, Ricky says, Amy, what's the biggest surprise you ever got for Christmas? And Amy says, you mean besides John? And I started hyperventilating, because the show cannot remember when John was born. John looks Three, up at Amy like, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> she says, he says... You know I got conceived during the summer vacation, right, Mom? <laughs> I was conceived during summer vacation and born in February, but okay, Mom. She got, uh, he, she went through a son-of-the-mask hyper-pregnancy. <laughs> he came to turn God, I wish. She had a Diavolo two-year labor. <laughs> hey, spoilers. Sorry. Um, so Amy uh, says her biggest surprise that was her first French horn, which her parents got her in September before she started fifth grade. Uh, and then on Christmas, three months later, they took it back and rewrapped it and put it in a box, and she opened it up That's and That's a George like, Jurgens move right there. Yeah, she opened it up and she was like, oh, oh. Can I tell and you a treasured Christmas memory of mine? Sure. Um, when I was celebrating Christmas and I was Christian and I had just gone to church, I had opened one of my eight Christmas presents that I opened for Christmas- Every, on, every on, the, night. on which night of christmas <laughs> one each one of, for each of, one of the eight. eight nights of christmas uh-huh. and i um opened one present and this was like while i was in high school this was probably like 2014 or something i opened a present and i opened the box and it was sonic the hedgehog's stupid face looking back <laughs> at me and it was a copy of sonic 06 now here's the reason that my mom so got me sonic 06 is because i bought sonic 06 for myself as a goof <laughs> and it showed up in the mail, and my and our mom said, "Wow, this must be what he wanted. <laughs> this must be what I ordered." And I oh. was wondering where my copy of Sonic Six had gone. <laughs> Wait, oh my! God. I've got my own present for myself for Hanukkah. It came in the Sorry, mail, Christmas. and she just assumed that she bought it yeah. for me as a gift. Yeah. Oh my God. Love you, mom. <laughs> That's incredible. Thanks for Sonic Six. Um, <laughs> Ricky talks about how his Christmases were worse, just to remind us that he's, which he's Jewish, so I would assume his Christmases sucked shit because he didn't celebrate them. Yeah. But then we get this good Brenda reveal I, where Ricky talks I've about- I've got more shit. Oh my god. <laughs> which, this is important. Okay, bitch? Okay. <laughs> Amy said that she really wanted- a blue bike. Oh my fucking god! Thank you. I, we we all need to know about the blue bike. And her parents bought her, or her parents didn't get her anything because they gave her the French horn. And then Ashley got a blue bike, and Amy was so upset about it that they bought her a bike, but it was green, it which was is a boy, boy color. Yeah. 
The color Which, of boy. I like how blue is not a color of boy. That's progressive of Brenda, but she fucked up by making green a boy color. Anyway, it just upsets me that Amy dropped the French horn. Remember when she loved that so very much? Yeah, Remember? but then uh, Dr. Bink sent her to the shitty mom teen school that sucks with Bristol Palin, who introduced her to her conservative values. Do we, uh... Do we get a juvie count for this yeah, scene? Ricky, yeah, so Ricky, Ricky talks says, about how he had Christmas in juvie, which is funny because Ricky juvie Christmas. Ricky was never in juvie, Brenda, no, and also it was never he's Jewish, established so, that Ricky <laughs> never. So he talks about how he was in juvie, which is a new plot development from when he was a child. In juvie in juvie, and he he's says still that many, saying it that way. Um, and he talks about how juvie was right next to Hetty's Happy Holiday House. Where they would, okay, this is their Christmas tradition, and everyone's Christmas tradition. Basically, half of the characters on this show have apparently done this every year since they were a baby. Every year, the kids in Juvie would walk which outside. apparently in. We'd walk outside, which is a thing that they let you do in Juvie, is they let you leave. It's on the honor system. Uh-huh. And you can walk next door to the conveniently placed holiday-themed toy store, Hetty's Happy Holiday Hole. Uh-huh. Where they would always, uh, they would always Motel Six voice leave the light on for you, and they leave the door unlocked just a crack so the kids from Two V could go in and they'd play around on the train, mm-hmm. and then you would take one small toy and steal it and then go back into your Two V cell that Ricky went in for his crimes that he committed. Right, you would you would check in at Juvie and they would say, "Hey, you have you have a toy that you didn't have when you left when we signed you out." And then you would say, <laughs> we yes. let you and leave then they would your say, prison. Cool, welcome back. Welcome home. Welcome back to When you're Juvie. here, your family. Do you think that Ricky forgot what Juvie was and he just thought that Margaret and Shaker's house or whatever? I think Ricky was not in Juvie. No, he wasn't. I think that Brenda Hampton legitimately just forgot and assumed that he probably was at some point. I think when he was, was Ricky, this is the first time was we've Ricky ever heard in about Juvie it. when he was pitching a no hit season. You think that they sent him to juvenile detention? Because he was he so drew good. A penis on the bases. <laughs> he like, yeah, he drew drew tibbies on the bases, and it was so bad that they sent him. He to drew jail. he drew a finger on base three, and they said, "I know what that means." He was the whole <laughs> run <laughs> Nice. Please Unfortunately, we do need to send you to jail now. So they're gonna break. Think- they're gonna break in. They're gonna get sent to juvie also because they're gonna break in this year to Hattie's Happy Holiday Hole. And um and they're gonna did, go did there. You say, the oh yeah, you said yeah. Hetty would leave it open. The 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 toy store located inside scenic juvie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. So they're there. Um, there are Christmas middies playing throughout the entire episode, <laughs> like Christmas karaoke, where only the backing vocals are singing, like you know, Jingle Bell Time. <laughs> um, so there's like a lot of drama in this episode about yeah, like so- a. The Alleged. deal is that Hetty would leave the the like the loading dock gate unlocked, uh, not the front door. So you would have to you would have to like climb up. It's like it's like a a three foot ledge. Yeah, and it Amy is, is not happy. Amy like, is like, Ricky, I can't do this. I'm woman. She's, I'm weak she's as like, a woman. Can you go get me a step ladder? She says, I don't want you to boost me. You might boost me onto my head. Uh, well, I don't know what that means. We get Ricky and Amy fluff this episode, but we still have to have Amy being wrong. Ugh. She's so annoying. Ugh. So, Bro, they get up. Your, your most angry that you were at Amy uh, this week? Um, mm. I think it was when... You're not I Roy. Don't, oh, I'm sorry. I did not hear the Roy <laughs> part. Whenever I hear someone's name, I autocorrect it to my own name. <laughs> Why are so many people mad at me? I'm not even the president. <laughs> 
Uh, I think it's when, uh, it's not actually a scene that she was in, but I think it's just kind of the lingering fact that George, uh, just kind of seems to not like having daughters, uh, and given that Amy is one of them, <laughs> you know, I can't help but be upset with her. We know how much he hates having daughters. He yeah, hates, George really yeah. does not uh, He like hates Amy his own much. kids! He loves he Grace, though, and it. Tom. So Ricky gets a box for Amy to stand on. They go into the store with John, and Middies he turns blasting. the power on, and Christmas middies start playing. Is this a year-round Christmas That's one zone? of my questions. Is this a Christmas store? It's called store, Hedy's it Happy Holiday regular, Hole. Yeah, is it so a regular is it, toy it's store? It's not Holiday or? Hole. <laughs> I wrote it so many times as that in my notes that I keep forgetting that it wasn't actually called that. It's their holiday house. It's, is it Halloween? Think, well, it's it can't be Halloween because Halloween is a Satan holiday for, I said for Hall- sinners. I, maybe I did say Halloween. Anyway, it's, I think it's, it's implied Christmas- that I think it's implied that it was only a Christmas thing, and the rest of the year it was just taking up space. <laughs> See, but they, they, they keep referring to it as a toy <laughs> the store. Re- it's the best toy store. It's it's the best toy store. In it's the, more of a train depot if you think about it. <laughs> It's a this is what I LA Transit like will about. look like under the Koch brothers. <laughs> so I'm biased as again as a Scrooge, but like that this, this place makes you want to flip shit and be angry. Well, it's just like it's just there's like nutcrackers by the door, and then there's a bunch of like giant teddy bears hanging. I'll tell from you the this ceiling. as a, as a toy store aficionado, like we okay. all can appreciate a fun a fun zone of toy. Yeah. I'm an adult, but this okay. is a shitty toy store. It seems kind of bland and kind of ugly. Yeah. It's a really, it's like one room and it's got like a box of candy and some stuffed animals. I don't even know what these kids are taking home. There's not like a wall of fucking boppets or There's just like a big or... mess of stuff hanging from the ceiling and then like a nativity scene the, set up. The, the, extremely, <laughs> the extremely high ceiling, which they show at the end of the episode. Uh, and it makes me think that like, at first I was kind of like, Oh, cool, they actually built a whole set for once. But then when they pan up to that really high ceiling, I was like, did they just build this on, like, a community theater stage? <laughs> it's like, a black yeah, box. Toy it's a, store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fuck, it really does kind of look like a community theater. It gave me... Uh, it yeah, gave Amy me, walks um, in it gave and me she Twin sees... Peaks. You know that, like, Twin Peaks room? <laughs> i never seen Twin Peaks. This was what... It, it's like if this was, like, a holiday hell. Oh, my God. Uh, I've Hedy's... seen Twin Peaks and no. But Hetty's happy. Merry Christmas. Amy walks in and she looks around at the nativity scene and she looks up at like eight teddy bears hanging from the ceiling and she goes, "It's amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing." God bless us, everyone," says John in a British accent, an impeccable British accent. <laughs> it's like, by the way. Did you notice the thing that looked like it was just the fucking U.S. Constitution hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> well, it has a Christmas. It's the Christmas Constitution. I had to zoom and enhance on it, but that was like in the middle of all these like giant teddy bears hanging from the ceiling and like one dollhouse. It was a huge like fake letter to Santa, and it was signed "Little Sally." Aw, uh, Little Sally, we the people. She's in dead order now. to form a more perfect Christmas. <laughs> So, Ricky needs... How could you possibly make Hetty's Holiday House even more fun? Well, you need a Santa. But what if Santa had a big boner? What, <laughs> what if okay. Santa got horny? Now, I do agree that that would be good. Did you like, by the way, how uh, the little boys who play John, like, just could not muster any excitement? Oh, yeah, they don't yeah, give well, a shit. You know, there's something to be excited there's about. Santa. It's a room full of... I want to ride on the train. 
I'm so fucking done with being on this show, Brenda. You better be paying me good this year. So Ricky calls his best friend Ethan, who he loves. Wait, wait, wait. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. The huh? the king the king of this scene that I gave my awards to. Our famous when, classic bit, king of the scene. Yeah, king of the scene. Amy is like, there's a train? I want to ride the train. Are we going to ride the train? And Ricky goes, we're going to do a lot of things. <laughs> Are they going to fuck? They're going to fuck in the holiday hell. Is Ricky going to get head at Hetty's? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Amy loves trains though. She is a leftist. We know this. So Ricky calls his best friend Ethan... Ethan, who is sitting on his couch, not doing anything, waiting for when the script tells him to pick up the phone. His, well, just, his just whole family is doing staring Christ- at the wall. Yeah. Well, they have like in-text reasons why Rick or Ethan doesn't get a Christmas, but it's because he sucks and we hate him. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm mad again. Mm-hmm. Can I be mad again, real quick? Yeah, I'll be mad in a minute, but go ahead. Hey, Margaret and Shaker are Buddhists. Yep. Why do they have a giant fucking Christmas tree set up? It's yep. the Bodhi tree. No, it's the Bodhi. It's tree. not. It's the Bodhi no. Christmas tree. No, it's not. Buddha sat under the Christmas tree until he turned into a big present. I took a the, world religions class, you fucking idiot. This is this is the like just the epitome of I'm mad. Brenda Hampton <laughs> turn on your location and open your DMs, Brenda. Has been spending the past like <laughs> eight talk. episodes talking about how Christians are so oppressed and everyone's prejudiced against them <laughs> and nobody likes Christians. But everyone, regardless of your religion, I mean, everyone celebrates Christmas. What do you all celebrate Christmas? It's a secular holiday now, and that's the problem. Oh, it's commentary. It just makes me so mad. The Judas made me mad since I was three fucking years old. The Hindutists, they all fucking love that good tree. So Ethan uh, goes to Kathy. Have I ever told you about the time when I was in uh, probably like second grade and we were doing our like music class for the day or whatever? And they gave us some, like, lyrics to sing along to, and they were like... Did it have the word Christ in it? No, it was, it was like, this song is to the tune of Oh Christmas Tree. And I fucking yelled at my teacher. I was like, I'm Jewish, and I don't know what that song is! That's Praxis. That's Praxis. Um, I can hear Lauren laughing in the other room. <laughs> I, yelled, I maybe yelled that a little too loud. Hi, Lauren. Um, hi, Lauren. So, um, Ricky... Sorry, since Ethan is going to be J- Santa for John, who is going to hate it because John isn't interested in anything this episode. But he goes to Kathy beforehand, um, who is stuck at home with her family, who I thought lives in Texas, but whatever. I guess she's with her yeah, they, You know what this it probably is what was? Me, is me, I don't know. They changed Probably their her parents came to California with to see her and her grandma because they knew that she's almost nine months pregnant and she can't Okay, fly. but can I please talk about the thing that made me mad online? Uh-huh. So Ethan's like, but before I go, my love, I got this for you. It, he pulls out this, like, this beautifully decorated little jewelry box. Wait, did, and it's, did huh? we completely skip the fact that Ricky called Ethan and said, dress up like Santa for John? And also, if John questions why he's not, like, a big chubby man, say that uh, Santa's on a diet and he has a health kick. Yeah. yeah, also, Shaker has a Santa suit. Well, yeah, he's Christian. He loves Santa. So, um, Buddhist <laughs> Santa. So, um... He pulls out this little jewelry box with a bow on it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this creep going to get Kathy? And I was about to be so mad. When it's an engagement ring. No, it's a little cross necklace. Now, we know 
Kathy. I disagree, on, Jordan. It's not a little cross. It's necklace. a big ass cross necklace. Remember, it's when very Kathy, big. Kathy told Grace to fuck off with her Christian bullshit. I hate Christians and I love oppressing them. And <laughs> I'm an atheist and I hate faith and everything should be secular. The, the sentimental music as Ethan gave her the cross necklace was fucking killing Ethan, me. Ethan, the like, child porn distributing, <laughs> lying, stealing shit bag. He Brenda is fucking a, pivoted to Lifetime. For he this is a Christian and he loves crosses. And he Kathy gives puts her it on across the side of a flavor flav clock necklace <laughs> it's it's life size it's actual size <laughs> it's a whole you could crucify crucif- someone on this <laughs> yeah he gave it to her and said well hop on <laughs> it was <laughs> he made her carry it all the way to the Eddie's holiday hole <laughs> they wrote it there like a snowboard it's yours to bear my love and Kathy she stations of the cross <laughs> she gives him a little music box that plays something and says it's our first date which i didn't understand. oh jordan did you not know what that was what was it she what did it, it play? their first date was to the church and she like winds the music <gasps> box and it's ding 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 oh see i thought it was see when i heard that i thought it was a sports song and i was like oh did they go to a baseball game i forgot about the fucking chart <laughs> so okay so just let's keep a tally let's keep a tally of gifts that have been given this episode okay cross necklace and a and a the whole uh, cross the whole cross the real cross the spear of longinus too <laughs> and the shroud um yes and the apple so uh, and then also a music box so, so they ethan, kiss ethan very flatly tells kathy he's like wow this is so thoughtful thank you so much i love it so <laughs> i much. love and this I'm gift. A very good actor i really wanted an says, xbox she says uh oh yeah he he tells her about Hetty's happy holiday house. He says, I always used to go to this place. I'm going to go there in my Santa costume for for John. Do you want to come with me? She says, okay, I'll go. Did you notice, by the way? I don't remember if it was at the beginning or end of this scene. We got a horizontal wipe. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. Keith's choice cuts. We've never had a wipe on this show before. Keith's prosciutto. We have had wipes on this <laughs> do you show. Think, do you think that that was someone's We've had wipes on this show. Like, We've had wipes on this show. Have we? Yeah, we have. They're, they're sure. rare, but they, we do have them. Hmm. Um, Can we, but I think on, it's I, funnier to imagine that that wipe was someone's gift to Brenda. <laughs> Brenda, we got you editing. We got you we a got copy you, of... We got, you a, we got you Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> we licensed video pad. <laughs> Here, I figured out I For can you, do this Brenda. transition in PowerPoint. <laughs> Brenda, I've been... Keith's like, Brenda, I've been learning how to use Blender. We can replace all of our actors, and we won't need to pay them anymore. And then we can replace you with Blenda. <laughs> and I got you a coffee mug full of Splenda. Um, so so this is my favorite part of the episode, is all the scenes with Jack in it. Oh yeah, because the Jack is in a coma. Yeah, because he got his shit beat by a pimp. It's so funny whenever they it's like a it's like a comedy bit from a funny show, but it's doing it seriously where they're like asking Jack how he feels about something and then it smash cuts to his lifeless corpse. It like reminded his dead me body. of a, a specific Tim and Eric sketch <laughs> uh, at Tim's funeral. Don't explain Eric... it because it's never funny, but just just sure. No, it's just it keeps cutting to Tim's face every time Eric says something and Tim is just like, Bleh. And that was what Jack was doing. See, I got Mark Mark Coma vibes from this. They're gonna put Jack dress Jack up as a golden Oscar and make it him all comes get back tangled up in his his, uh, his breathing tubes. Theory: uh-huh. This episode of Secret Life was adapted from a rejected Lifetime original movie written by Brenda Hampton called Christmas in a Coma. I don't believe that because because if that were the case, then Jack would be like a a big shot 
um, like executive in the city. It was adapted. City. It was adapted. But he he didn't even get big shot. So, um, so Jack has been. The nurse walks in with a huge <laughs> syringe. I'm here for your big shot. So Adrian says that Jack doesn't know that he's it's Christmas because he's in a coma. They start singing the hit uh, benefit song. Yep, Christmas in a coma. <laughs> Christmas they talk about uh, Omar talks about <laughs> Canary in a Christmas. So Omar says that they're having Christmas dinner with his family, and Adrian hates it because of, he doesn't want she doesn't want him to propose. I guess. Yeah, I don't know about you. I fucking got jump scared by the cut to Adrian and Omar sitting there. Oh yeah, they're there. By the way, sorry, we should have said that Adrian and Omar are in the it's just scene like Grace, in the corner. Like Jack. I love you. I I want you, you to wake up you, for Christmas. Wake up, wake up. And, it's, and then it's just like, Adrian's like, hey, <laughs> we're here too. Hey, we're here too in this scene. Um, Omar talks, they have this, man, I just don't want to talk about Adrian and Omar's Christmas plans. Can we not? Yay, yay let's do it. None do of we have to? Omar, None of can you make Omar it my Christmas gift that, that we have... don't need to talk about Adrian and Omar going to Christmas dinner and when they're going to do what and who's going to. Get Omar says that they have to get going for the big Christmas dinner at his uh, parents' house with a bunch of people from church, and Adrian's parents will be there, and Adrian says, well, you better not be proposing or something stupid like that, and he says, I'm not going to propose because I already proposed, I'm still waiting for an answer, and you're not getting a ring until you say yes. And Clementine Adrian says, <laughs> Adrian says, I don't want to spend Christmas with your family, and Omar says, Adrian, do you remember, you fucking child, that we had this conversation already off camera, and we said, this is a compromise, Christmas Eve with family, and Christmas Day to ourselves. And then he says, not that that's going to be any fun anyway, because I prefer spending Christmas with my family. My cousins are so great, and I hate your guts. I spent precious seconds of my life listening to that again. So Clementine is here. Jordan, Jordan, I don't know how to tell you this. I don't tell me how much of my life has been wasted on this Jordan. I don't want to hear it. Jordan, the podcast is not for you. We don't summarize this to remind you. I know, but what, what enjoyment and, uh, what, what... What do our listeners get out of hearing all of that? I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to ask that question because I think that it'll make them consider things that might not work out so well for our statistics. So Clementine is here and Adrian instantly gets catty the second she sees Clementine. I mean, Grace she was invited already being to- kind of unpleasant, but... Grace invited her over to see Jack and laugh at him and laugh at his lifeless body. And uh, <laughs> and too. Clementine is here and she says, I brought Jack and Grace a gift. And Adrian's like, where's my gift? And then they invite her and Grace to go to you- Omar's <laughs> dinner. And then, okay, okay, this is my favorite part. Because Grace uh-huh. says she's going to midnight church services. Uh-huh. Which is a Christian, a, a Protestant uh, tradition. Uh, they do say Mass. that Re- Mass. Reverend Stone made it for Jack because he in coma. <laughs> he said, I made it for Jack. And also we're going to we're gonna pray to the Virgin Mary. <laughs> um, don't worry, it's Protestantism, baby. So Jack loves Christmas, we know this. And then Grace says, don't you love Christmas, Jack? And then it smash cuts to Jack's body. He's wearing his FaceTime party snoozer, and he says, sure, why not? (laughs) Just the still frame of his dead, rotting corpse, like in dead Bart. (laughs) Oh, please. Dead Jack. Grace plays her her flute, and he comes back to life. (laughs) So Grace opens the the next series of implausibilities for this episode. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... Clementine gives Grace this little Best gift Best present bag, ever! And Grace pulls out a little bell. Aww. And she's like, what's this? And and Clementine says, have you ever seen that movie, It's a Wonderful Life? And Grace says, no. I... And I said, yes, yes you have. Yeah! Everyone on this show has the media diet of an ancient mummy. <laughs> exactly! 
I've seen that god awful movie like four times. There's no fucking way Grace has never seen it. Brenda Have is you ever put seen that classic movie, The Christmas That Almost everywhere. Wasn't But Was? But then say Grace doesn't know the only line from It's a Wonderful Life that everybody on the fucking planet knows. I just, yeah. these are some hip college students. And what do hip college teens, sorry, I should say 20-somethings, they love to get a little cheap bell. <laughs> Every teen, Grace can have little bell. <laughs> you told me last week not to make that joke because it would date itself immediately. How Jordan, dare you? you know me. I you know, know that I don't hold so myself Clementine to the standards says, that I hold you to. <laughs> so Clementine says that she has a wonderful foster care tradition. <laughs> So, a beloved foster care tradition where every year the foster kids would sneak out of foster care and then link up, I guess, with the Juvie kids, and they'd all go to Hetty's Happy Holiday House, and they'd all sneak in. It's a terrible tradition. Adrian wants to go, and Omar's like, we said we were going to dinner at my parents' house, and then, this is, oh my god! They're like, well, we gotta, if we're gonna go to the holiday pit, we gotta bring Jack. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. We wait, gotta wait, wait, drag wait, 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 wait. him. <laughs> wait, okay, before we get to- Before we get to this, because holy shit, I want to spend, like, some time on this. There's a couple things that we glossed over. Oh, by the way, listeners, Jumbo Spicy Big Episode this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, so two things. Um, first off, Adrian says something about, like, taffy made by monks yeah. at some monastery. What the fuck was that? Yeah, there's just a line, a throwaway line where uh, Grace is like, hey, do you want some of Adrian's gift to me, Clementine? It's taffy made by some monks at a monastery. What the heck? And every sale goes, uh, portion goes to the school. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Rumsfeld made me this taffy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So... Like, whatever that is. And then, I think... I think, I think... It's Donald Rum Raisin. Jesus. Can I offer my theory? Yes. Yes. I think Brenda, like, got juvie and foster care, like, (laughs) conflated in her head. She literally forgot because you can leave. Yeah, and nobody said, It gets worse, uh, though. Yeah. It'll get get worse. We'll get there when we get there. Oh, yeah. So, so... Jack, they they're like, okay, well, let's unplug Jack from his life support. Speaking of getting take worse, <laughs> we'll take him to the holiday hold. I'm just gonna just gonna unplug. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, let's plug him back in. <laughs> so they wheel him out. They wheel him out, and Officer P- Peter Flanagan <laughs> is waiting outside, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing with this man?" And Grace this immediately man in a coma? says, "Yeah." Grace immediately is like. We're just trying to weekend at Bernie's into a toy store. I don't see the problem. <laughs> He's going to have so much fun at that toy store. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to go back. But we didn't talk about the fact that when when they were about to leave, Grace is like, oh, we can't go without Jack. Adrian says, well, don't they put him in a wheelchair and wheel him around every few hours? He loves yeah. it. It's says, so yeah, much but fun. He's already had his rides for today. <laughs> Did he fast? Did he fast pass the wheelchair ride? (laughs) I've never been in a coma, but I don't think they just drag coma patients out of bed and wheel them around several times a day. Pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, the police officer comes up and he's like, "Uh, no," and. And Grace Adrian's tries a like, last-ditch effort to wake Jack up so he can go to the holiday pit. <laughs> she's like, she's like, maybe he'll wake up for the holiday hole. 
Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just realized that I'm still looking at my notes from when they were in the hospital room because I was mad about so many things. So he, <laughs> so the officer I'll, says, I'll, I'll, cut it, I'll cut it short, but I do have two uh-huh. more points, okay? Uh-huh. Two quick ones. One, Omar says, come on, Grace, he's not even going to be able to see the Christmas lights. And Grace says, we don't know what he can or can't see. His fucking eyes are closed. <laughs> oh, oh, and then when they say, is it okay for you to take Jack? She says... She's been supervising his medical care because she went to med camp for yeah. three years in a row. So that yeah. gives her qualifications to look after the to look after the boy in a coma. Anyways, yeah. and then and then when they leave the hospital, for the record, there is another wipe which did make me very angry. Yep. The only wipes that should be in this episode are, are the, the wipes ones that I used to use. Why wipe my for ass Jack's with this episode for comatose stinky, stinky butthole butthole <laughs> Jack's stinky butthole. So so um. <laughs> They say they say to the officer Panigan too that they're gonna take him to Hetty's, and he's like, "Ah, Hetty's, I remember that from when I was in, I was in an orphan in the orphanage <laughs> from when I was poor." Is is this? <laughs> so they tell her, <laughs> they tell him to put that thing back where it came from, or so help me with his body. <laughs> is this is that before or after the cop and Clementine give each other fuck eyes? The, he tells that, her he, that say, is he calls like her the toots. last thing in the scene. He calls her toots. She he does call cop. her toots. Fuck all cops, but uh, this one especially. He won't let Jack go to the party. Oh no, 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 party no, no. He down calls, in the holidays. He calls Grace zone. Toots. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, and then uh, Clementine, men- yeah, m- mentions Hetty's. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's where he makes the eyes at her. As Adrian says, "You wouldn't know it, but this girl used to be a delinquent." And he says, "No, I wouldn't know it." And mm. then he and Clementine make fuck eyes at each other. Mm. And then Grace and the cop wheel Jack back in. <laughs> They all Everyone wish Jack's body a Merry Everyone wishes Jack's body a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Have we, just to make sure we really uh, spell this out, Jack's been in a coma for three months. Jack has been in a it's coma for three months. It's fine and good and normal that he's been in a coma for three months. He also has his arm in a sling, and it just seemed like measure. he was beaten within an inch of his life by a baseball bat, and I think he's looking in pretty good shape, though I don't know how fast... Bones heels. Well, so. they stapled his bones back together. He broke his. Uh, he I broke have a cool team on one of his here. wheelchair rides. Have you considered that they just transferred his brain to another football body? <laughs> I mean, he is a generic-looking white man. Except- I have a my cool team <laughs> moment is here, which is uh, we get a little shot of John and Amy riding the train together. Okay, yeah. back to the episode. They're having back. fun in ten quotes. <laughs> yeah. So Ethan is here. He needs help with Kathy um because kathy is nine months pregnant at this point and she can't yes. get up the thing and i understand that and also there's a taxi driver here and he's like don't worry i'm doing this for free yep merry christmas fuck i love free labor <laughs> yay yay and i'm working on christmas eve too yay Whee! just for the love of the game i love so, it so kathy is going to don't worry that again that gets worse too <laughs> it sure does so um <laughs> they can't get Kathy through the door. And Sh- Ethan, hold on. Shut the fuck I, up. Shut the fuck up. There's a big fucking pile of boxes. She's nine months pregnant. Cut her some slack. Okay. Ethan pulls out his phone and calls his best friend, Ben. And he tells Ben, you know that girl that you haven't been dating for at least three months, if not more? Can you put me on the line with her pudding pop? Because I know... He- I, for some reason, know that he knows his security systems, and I need And to- I think that he'll probably be super keen to help me break into a place. Can the master code breaker tell me the combination to their lock? Hey. 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 Accessing door. Remember, 
Remember in the last scene when the cop said that there's no security? Yeah. And now they need to break through security? Well, it's well, different because they left the door o- They leave the door on open It's here. codes. It's, <laughs> it's not, codes. It's not. It's code. They need the code. They need to access five. <laughs> so, and, uh, did you like, by the way, that Ben, when Ben gets a call from Ethan, he's like, hey, buddy, what's up? Like, it's been three oh, months and apparently also, they're best Chloe, friends now. Chloe yep. walks in. Um, Chloe, Ben's sister, yeah. who, by the way, because of the time skip, we miss seeing them meet and see <laughs> yeah, now they're best friends. Go- they're really close. See now, her going fine. to like going to introduce everyone at Grant High School to her, and like her just getting along or introducing herself. Yeah, like, we fine. never yeah. see that. It's see fine. That. Ben, Ben has a sister, and they're accepting of each other now. Can I? Love it. It's, can all, I it's all worth it. She, can I uh-huh. say the thing that Ethan says to Ben on the phone? Of about course. Her? Uh, he says Ethan says to Ben the words. Is this the girl who's your sister? <laughs> Bender on the screen. It's that guy you are. <laughs> I knew you were gonna fucking say that. This weekend isn't fucking all right. knew that. This weekend. This isn't weekend is all right. This girl isn't your sister. So she knows about the about the illusory wall that exists at Hetty's Holiday Zone. Yeah, she, if you fucking she try to ben thrust how to do butt barrier hole. skip. God. <laughs> Like, what the fuck fuck is this? (laughs) You can clip into Hetty's hole! It's, she, okay, so, okay, just, just, okay. Chloe says, she's like, hey, who are you talking to? Ethan's like, let me, put me on the phone with the girl who your sister is. And and Ben's like, she doesn't know anything about alarm systems. Chloe says, I might. She grabs the phone from him. And then she says, oh, Hetty's? I used to go to head. So we've gone from oh, it, it was, was a juvie tradition to oh, it was a juvie and foster kids tradition. Now it's just oh, juvie and foster kids and like kids who have shitty fit. Just you know, ring, every ring, Christmas ring, it was ring. packed to the rafters oh, with eight thousand children. Hello, Governor. It's me, Jacob, from the last season. Remember me when I was growing up without me dad? I no. always <laughs> went to Eddie's Happy Holiday Hall. I would always go cross the. Oh, I'd always hop across the pond, hopscotch across the pond, all the way to Eddie's. Eddie's happy holiday. Eddie's happy holiday. (laughs) Eddie's happy holiday house. So, (laughs) so Ethan says that Kathy is nine months pregnant right now, which means that uh, she's about to have six months pregnant when we first met her. Absolutely not. She's ready to. She's she's gonna blow. I gotta say, this for a show that's so obsessed with pregnancy, this show sure like plays fast and loose with how time works. Well, no, 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 no. Because oh, okay, as so we all Chloe... know, shut the fuck up. As we all know, babies wait for Christmas to be born so it can be a Jesus. Anymore. Oh right. Yeah. So Chloe, so Chloe says she's like, oh, you're using the loading dock entrance. Don't worry about that. There's a hidden side entrance that has no locks or alarms. You just have to find it. Hetty knew that some pregnant juvie (laughs) kids wouldn't be able to get in through the loading dock. So she put a hidden, a hidden, you need Gollum to find it for you. The secret (laughs) stairs that take you up to. You know how next to the building, there's just a bookshelf? (laughs) (laughs) There's a bust of Santa. And if you, if you flick his wrist... The if door you flick opens. His bean. <laughs> you flick Santa's bean. You have to have and, a relicanth first in your party and a whale lord last <laughs> in your party. <laughs> my uncle works HM, at Hetty's. If you my use secret <laughs> technique, you can create an entrance to the. If you put the case. Konami code in at this exact wall, you do get to um, unlock Mew early and go into Hetty's. So, 
So um, we are conflating a lot of things. <laughs> so Ricky, so Ka- Kathy's in. She made it. She went through the secret door, the illusory wall, whatever. <laughs> and Ricky asks. She jumped into the painting and went down the slide. And then Ricky you asks when Kathy is due, and she says, you're "Right now." A crucial hmm? scene. Huh? Ah. You're skipping the Chloe and Ben and Leo stuff. Uh, nope. There's yes. a little more. There's a little more. Cause, cause Ricky, Ricky is there and he asks Kathy, whatever. There's like a little scene where she's like, I need to sit down. And then we're back. Oh, it was with, probably just pointless. So I didn't yeah. take notes on it. That's fine. Well, she yeah, needs to so- sit down cause she's about to give birth. Yeah. So Ben asks Chloe if she ever went to the holiday hole and she said, uh, yes, but she, oh, cause he says she had to fucking work on Christmas Eve. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Brenda. Yay. Um, and then Leo's like, I am also as a rich kid growing up. Sorry. He grew up in the butcher shop. So he didn't have a lot of money. He says, as a self-made millionaire, I always went to Hades and sneaked myself a little toy. A little something, it, you know, something. it was a juvie and foster kids and kids and in a billionaire tradition, working class kids tradition. But don't worry, that carnival looks kind of rough. Make sure you Most take. Most kids it. were there every year. <laughs> it was a tradition for all of L.A. We'd pack everyone in there. So he says he loves the holiday hole and uh, to take one, but to take one of the security men with uh, Ben and Chloe since they're going. Yeah, he says, and take the guys. Take one of the the bag men with the yeah. Mafia so gun. so he says he says you should head down there with Chloe, and then Ben says, "Well, it's it's almost eight. Like we always have. Oh, you love you love this. You love this." And Leo's Leo's like, "Oh yeah, about that. Uh, I moved dinner to midnight this year." And Ben's like, "Why?" Which is a reasonable question. And Leo not says, what dinner well, usually is. Well, you see, um. I never realized it. That's that's the that's the key word. I I didn't I, I had no I'm, idea. But when I'm I used to keep labor? Camille. I used to keep Camille at the office late on Christmas Eve, trying to get everything ready for us. So by the time she would get home and clean and and decorate Look. everything and get her dinner ready, she wouldn't she wouldn't be eating Christmas dinner until midnight. So that became her tradition. Aw, a Christmas miracle. I Leo, like the unspoken... That's not, not a tradition. <laughs> I like the unspoken idea of Kath, 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 uh, Camille. Camille. There's a lot of Kaz and Cuz in this show. Um, that Camille gets home on Christmas Eve and says, Time to decorate for no one. <laughs> and then decorates her entire house the day before Christmas. No offense ends. to Camille, but she has literally the saddest life of any character in, in history. Well, now she's married to a billionaire, so it's okay. Right. Um, the idea, though, that, that Leo is like, well, I was such a horrible boss that I screwed her over every fucking year. But now I married but now my I, secretary. Now I'm married and we fuck, so it's good. And now so, I still make her eat Christmas dinner at midnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben is like, Ben <laughs> is like, wait a minute. If you're like she's not your secretary anymore you're married to her now shouldn't shouldn't she be now like getting to eat before midnight and leo goes she likes midnight <laughs> she loves it <laughs> he says this... when she was working for him she was like yes mr boykovich sir i don't mind eating dinner at midnight in fact i kind of like it and he's like i'll the... take that to hot when i marry you <laughs> the self-delusion of my boss makes me so makes me work so late on Christmas Eve that I don't get to eat dinner until midnight. It's Leo's the it's kind of motherfucker tradition. who like goes it. to like, Leo's the kind of motherfucker who goes to a store where people are working on Christmas and he sees they're all wearing like Santa hats and he's like, "Look how happy they are to be working on Christmas." They are truly yeah, Leo, in the spirit Leo of the season. Leo went to an Amazon fulfillment center and said, "Wow, everyone looks really happy on Black Friday." They love Friday. it and they and they hate going to the bathroom, so it works out. <laughs> Yay. So, so they're Ben. He insists that Ben take the driver and go eat some canapes in the car. 
They were canapes, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then, uh, oh yeah, after Chloe wants, goes to get her He wants Chloe coat, out like, of the house for a reason. Yeah, he's like, keep her out of the house for a while. We're going to decorate her room with a tree and presents and stuff, and that's that. So, uh, Amy is putting John in a blanket on the floor of the toy store, and Ricky walks in at a Dutch angle and says, isn't this weird that we're doing this right now? Uh, um, Ethan yeah. walks in and he says, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! And Amy's like, oh, John, Santa's here! And John says, I don't fucking give a shit about Santa. Santa's not even real. <laughs> um, Kathy's here, looking super she, pregnant, which makes Kathy me Kathy and Amy for- are... Kathy they and Amy are very happy to see each other because first, off camera they became best friends. Oh, this is, this, I should say, this is the brain parasite episode where everyone's, like, so happy about each other even though they all fucking hate each other nor- normally. Uh-huh. It's the Christmas Clementine, spirit. Omar, and Adrian are here. Omar, a 24-year-old man with a job, is like, wow, I've, I've never seen so many toys in one place. Oh, golly gee, I love the holiday it's- hole. It's agonizing. Thanks for letting me into the holiday hole, mister. Did you like, uh, Clementine is here. She comes every year, by the way. She pops her head in to say hi to the Jufy, um, Foster, etc. kids, the Heinzel and Gretel, all the kids So Clementine is here, and she's, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm surprised to see you all here. Like, I, I usually come here for Christmas, but usually nobody else is here. And then Amy says, a very backhanded line- where she's like, well, Clementine, this year is different. This year you have friends. <laughs> <laughs> owned. Owned. And then Clementine and Adrian, uh, uh, Clementine and Amy hug. Omar says this line. He says, this is crazy good. Yeah, uh, this is I'm crazy I'm 24. Good. <laughs> I like, have a job. I'm about to get married lights eventually. aren't even multicolor. They're just white. <laughs> I love this Whoa, season. I've never seen stuffed animals before. Wow, a train! Is this a real train? By the way, the train is like the littlest train you've ever seen. It's for babies. It's a train for little babies. Yeah. Um. So Kathy and says, then Madison and Lauren just walk yeah, in. Yeah, they're just here. They're hey, really guys. happy that they're getting a Christmas paycheck. <laughs> they don't show up that often anymore. Yeah. Uh, everyone says Merry Christmas to everyone else, and then Kathy. Madison. Says, Madison plans an impromptu flash mom to O Little Town of Bethlehem. Oh, God. So, Kathy says, we need to get me to a hospital now. And then we come back from commercial, and Madison is standing with Clementine and Lauren. I'm in hell. They're they're staring at Kathy, and Madison says, oh, my God, I hope she doesn't make it to the hospital. And Lauren says, what? And Madison says, it's like the birth of Christ. Do you get it? Do you get it? I think I might be about to get it. Do you get it? So, we love to blaspheme. and um, Don't worry. If you don't get it, they'll explain it about ten more times. Brenda, can you, you explain episode. to me the the story of Christmas? Um, Madison says that they could be like the three wise women and it would be epic and feminist. <laughs> yeah, and then Clementine says, there's nothing wise about having a baby at 15 in a toy store. This is weird, by the way, that Clementine is just hanging out with Madison and Lauren, considering that they've never met before. They're friends. Ricky and Omar, oh. okay, okay. We gotta talk about Hedy's Holiday Prison. The normal um, place. So, so it's a it's like a philanthropic Christmas zone for the underprivileged children to have a moment of joy in their lives, but don't bring but a car in no here. Cars! No cars! I mean, look, one thing we know about Hedy is she is a leftist. She says absolutely fuck cars and she loves trains. <laughs> 
Public transit only. And, and uh, free stuff for poor people. So it rules. Actually, I think Hetty uh, is, uh, you know, that's Praxis, baby. I think welcome so to the there are tire- Hetty. There- <laughs> Big welcome structural Hetty. Hetty. Yeah. Big structural Hetty. Big <laughs> structural Hetty. So there's um one-way tire spikes on this holiday sh- shithole. And... Uh, <laughs> And so don't you dare give birth here because you will not be able to no get an ambulance. Parking. No parking. <laughs> no ambulance. Children if only. If this place catches fire at night because it leaves the Christmas lights on in the middle of night when the building is unattended and full of children, the truck will not be able to get out. You will well, be throwing that's what away they deserve for illegally parking there. <laughs> for leaving uh, fire hazards on because Christmas lights are dangerous. Don't decorate your house for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> uh, Ricky and Omar are like, oh my god, we only just now somehow noticed that we had to drive over tire spikes to get into the parking lot. There's and... they're on the phone with a nine one one dispatcher, and she's like, yeah, there, there is there. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking up, I'm on Creepypasta Wiki, oh, yeah. and there that is was, no it, holiday it the, hole. The dispatcher calls them back. She's like, 911, who, with whom I do I have the pleasure of speaking? Yeah, there's, this is not on a map. This place is a, is a liminal space. Yeah. It's not real. Uh, it is by ben, the stockyard, though, and ne- right next to Scenic Juvie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Ben and Chloe arrive, and Ricky and Omar are like, no, 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 don't drive. Oh, they drove Aww. over the spikes. Man, you're going to ruin your car, and you only get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Ricky tells them that the place is near Juvie, and they say, okay, we know where that is. Which we'll Juvie, we'll by there. the way? There are two in small town LA. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's that's gross. There are we two child even... prisons in this small town. Well, you know, they had to town. open a second one because the one that Ethan was it in got... uh, was overcrowded. Uh, so. No, it's because they just left the doors unlocked so they could go to Hetty's holiday home. <laughs> so they had to create a new one with locking doors so they couldn't get out. So yeah, I always um, love to hear the phrase, which juvenile detention center. <laughs> so, man, they really did let Ethan out because it was overcrowded, huh? That many child criminals. So, um, that many people who were arrested for crimes that, yeah, whatever. So, Kathy is, uh, is sitting in a chair, struggling not to give birth, while there's a, uh, fucking montage to rocking around the Christmas tree, where all of these, okay, okay. Go to, go to (laughs) secretlifepod.com. Uh, I just want to throw out that these click, are... Click the YouTube link, and you will find that I have clipped this scene. <laughs> the age range for this party is excluding Kathy and Ethan, who are not participating, and John, because he's a baby and he's asleep also, so he's not even participating either, is, like, 17 to 24. And they yes. are, like, cruising on the train. They're running around They're with They're rocking stuffy, around the Christmas tree. Little stuffy animals for me and some candy, if you don't mind. The, um, the thanks, worst, Mr. Obama. The worst part in this scene for me. Uh, it, yeah, so Kathy's sitting there. She's like, ah, oh, no, problems. And <laughs> Baby's coming out of my baby fun. place. It's, it's the part where Adrian and Clementine are holding giant teddy bears. And they just, like... They're just like running and they grab these big jars of candy and they're like giggling. They're like, hello, happy nummies for me. Yeah, and I'm just like, these actresses are like 24. <laughs> Please, Mr. Scamando. God. So this is this is the real war on Christmas, folks. Um so you Ricky tells that? Huh? What? You saying that? N- yeah, no, the the just the whole scene. My whole life is the war on Christmas. 
<sighs> so Ricky tells everyone that they gotta go and they need to they need to walk Kathy to the hospital. Uh, they need to walk her out because they can't get her out any other way because it's, yes. it's an inside they, building. They're, they're like, oh, is are they sending in anyone a wheelchair, a stretcher, anything? And they he's sent like, something. No. And he said, and they're like, why not? And he he just makes a face, and we then cut outside to Omar standing with a donkey, regular, and just he's just like. <sighs> You you know, donkey, this is one heck of a Christmas. <laughs> and then he says, "In the morning, I'm making waffles." Okay. Um, so this is so, yeah. uh, and well, it's listeners. You'll understand that donkey once we get to his origin story. Like, we how do he got need there. to address very quickly the fact that yet again, all dialogue from this scene was was cut and pasted into that fucking fan fiction we're reading for the Patreon. Yeah, it's okay. Give us a dollar and understand. Like when when. Uh, Kathy is having contractions, and she says, how far apart are my contractions? And then Amy says, many, many minutes apart. That's just ripped right and put it... Yep. Whatever. Um, so, oh, man. There's a part, like, a police officer is there. He's not even in uniform. He's just some guy. It's it's the guy. Oh, is it is it the guy from Spy Kids 3? Game <laughs> over? No, it's... <laughs> what? Remember that? There was a guy. He was played by Elijah Wood, and he was called the guy. What are you... <laughs> No, Let's I don't. watch Spy Kids 3 for a fucking Grant High School exchange. I do remember that movie. I don't remember the guy played by Whatever. Elijah Wood. Jordan, well, no, Jordan, I, it's, Jordan. No, it's the fucking police yes. officer from the hospital. Yeah. Yes, Roy? Jordan, Sam and I are old. Uh, you, you weren't Spy Kids kids. I'm very old. No, I've old. seen well, Spy Kids Don't worry, because the, the guy who plays okay, well, Junie is having lots of hot sex with Megan Trainer. We now, don't need so. to talk about <laughs> Junie's dick. Anyway. It's, it's, <laughs> oh my god. It's the police officer from the hospital who was making fuck eyes at Clementine. Yeah, he says, he says the phrase, that's what I do, I rescue women and know things. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so he he's like, he also like asks Clementine out? Did he bring yes. the donkey? Yeah, it's it's just vaguely implied that he helped in some way. He's here for some reason. He talks about, like, he's... let's go to the all-night Christmas diner, and then Clementine says, well, they have pumpkin pie, you it's, can't It's have pretty Christmas fucking that... forward, by the way, that he's like, my brothers and I go to this diner every every Christmas. My it's brother Peter and I. Do you want to come? Um, so then we get we get a smash cut to George in a Santa suit making, like, Christmas G&Ts. Yeah, he's, he's being funny, with George. with a candy cane. He's, ho- he's hanging out. Anne is here with Roberto, and she's like, oh my god, I've been stuck in traffic for six hours. By the way, Mimsy's here. She's posting. She's on her phone. <laughs> she's charging it right now. Yeah, Mimsy walks in surrounded by paparazzi. Oh my god, quote Granny 99, in the person, in the flesh. Um, <laughs> in the person. <laughs> Kathleen, Kathleen comes out. Shut up. I don't know how to talk. Kathleen comes out wearing sexy Santa outfit because Christians are fucking weird. Why do Christians? Why do? Why, why are they like your this? Dick in Christmas. <laughs> why do people like Christmas so much that they want to fuck it? Why is that a thing, dude? Why when is I that was a in, thing? When I was in high school, we had an all women's show choir, and they did fucking sexy Santa one time. Why? why? Do to fuck Christmas. <laughs> why do people want to fuck Christmas? Why do like, people want to I know fuck that it? I'm an asshole about Christmas music. It's like There's a lot of things okay. that I recognize that I'm just being an asshole. It's the Why second least Christmas. It is the second least sexy holiday before Easter. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Like it's the least fuck. Okay, and maybe Yom Kippur. Oh, I'm saying it. Maybe Yom Kippur. 
Because no one wants to have sex while they're hungry. Yom Kippur is not sexy. Not at all. Passover is not sexy. I'm going (laughs) to argue that most Jewish holidays are not sexy. Passover is about the Jews escaping from bondage, if you know what I mean. Well, that's that's unsexy. It would be very sexy (laughs) if it was about the Jews having a fun time. Getting into having mutual consensual bondage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now none of our family can ever listen to this podcast. What is the sexiest holiday and don't say Halloween cuz it's it what is it? Just just in general? Yeah, just in general. Valentine's Day. Dude, uh, do you want to know something funny? I was uh, talking to it. one of my managers, uh my manager at work and he's gay and he told me how much he loves 4th of July and I just I couldn't stop thinking about about it. Oh no. Oh god, Brenda was right. <laughs> Brenda was right. So so what so a horrible moment for me. I know. Okay, so Christians want to fuck Christmas, this we know. They're horny for Christmas. That's the <laughs> and, uh, holiday. Kathleen is dressed in sexy Santa, and then Anne is so fucking mad. She's so pissed at him, because Christmas dinner, she thought Christmas dinner was tonight, and George says, no, because tonight is my fucky time, and tomorrow is for Christmas dinner, which you do on Christmas Day. And again, I, I'm, I, brought, I made this point earlier, yep. is that Anne is like, George, we always do Christmas dinner you on Christmas know, Eve. You know! You fucking know we love to do that Christ Mass! <laughs> Why fucking have Amy say that you do it alternating every once in a while that you mix it up? If Anne was later gonna say we always do it, why would you... <laughs> they just have a very inconsistent Christmas. There's no communication. Why so, fucking put the line in the... Mimsy is already typing furiously on her keyboard about how fucking mad she is at Anne for whining about how the traffic it took six if hours to drive. Have a line about it. Uh-huh. You would think that the writing thing to do would be for Amy to be like, "Oh yeah, we always have dinner on Christmas Eve," and then later when it becomes relevant, you're like, "Oh yeah, Amy said that." Why do it the wrong way? So I so, hate it. So Mimsy says. So so Anne took it took Anne as long as it takes me for, to drive from here to L.A. to drive from Palm Springs to L.A. Six um, which hours. is why which is why Hetty hates which why Hetty loves trains and hates cars. But Mimsy fucking hates her daughter, and she's just talking about how much Anne is complaining. She cannot and, fucking uh, stand her. Nobody likes their daughters her. in this show. Everyone hates Liter- their daughters. Literally, the second that Anne leaves the room, Mimsy's just like, oh my god, she was whining for the whole- I can't stand that woman. Mimsy, we need to get this across, that Mimsy has Alzheimer's, and she literally does not know who her daughter is sometimes. Like, she does not recognize her own daughter, except for when she's talking about how much of a fucking asshole she is. Ah, jerk off right. motion. Fuck Anne. Right. The only, god. whenever she does recognize her daughter, it's she's like, oh he, god, it's you. Yeah. All, maybe that's why Anne, like, maybe Anne knows that the only way Mimsy will remember her is, like, by making her hate Anne. So she's, like, trying to turn this it is, up so her- Jordan, this, this is, is sad. incredibly sad. This is the saddest thing we've ever talked that about on the podcast. <laughs> And we did talk about a baby dying one time. So, so, once again, because, so, Anne and Mimsy leave, and Kathleen is dressed normal, she's out of her sexy Santa, which kills George's boner instantly. Hey, 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 I do have one... Huh? Yeah, go ahead. We missed, uh, the part where Mimsy loves Kathleen. (laughs) Oh, right, because she's the woman who is an Anne. Yeah. Right, so I... I, I do have one more thing to say about uh, Anne before she leaves, which is that God knows I like Anne most of the time, uh-huh. but uh, George is like, George tells Anne, like, don't worry, Kathleen's not going to be at the family dinner tomorrow night, and of course, neither will your girlfriend, Willadine, and Anne is like, uh, yeah, she will, which is 
Not really fair. I don't yeah. think you can do that. I think you're, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Um. And Kathleen isn't so hot on, or sorry, Anne isn't so hot on Kathleen right now because no, you know, Anne's not hot because she's not dressed as sexy Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Mimsy loves Kathleen because she also wants to bust, just get absolutely her back blown out by Christmas itself. Uh, yeah, Anne, Anne, so, Anne isn't hot on Kathleen because there are two women in the same room. Also, uh, so, also, Mimsy uh, decides as she leaves the room to uh, give herself an alcohol-induced side effect. Because she gets Great, offered a Mimsy. drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did at the start of the scene. They're like, Mimsy can't drink because of her medication, George. And then Mimsy's just like, ha ha, funny grandma, here I go. Whoops. Yep. It's so, not a big deal so at all. I George, mean... George, so they leave and George is alone with uh, Kathleen. And she, he's, once again, they're adults and they've been dating for now over like three months. It's three months later. And he's like, it was finally time for my Christmas present. We were going to do it. We were going to go all the way, Sandy. I get it, George. We're going to park and we're going to do it. <laughs> I'm so excited. And then Kath- Kathleen's just like, well, we have an hour before I'm going to have to pick up Grace from her dead boyfriend. <laughs> who is very much dead in the next scene. So then we cut He's to Grace. Dead. While, while, while presumably Kathleen is giving George like a, you know, a nice soft handy and yeah. while dressed as Santa. <laughs> while wearing a Santa soft gloves. Handy. <laughs> She's wearing Santa gloves because that's the only way he can get it up. Yeah, and um, they also say Grace that they're about just... to go out to the car to steal the food that George's angry ex-wife <laughs> brought. <laughs> he only can get it up when he makes his ex-wife mad. Yeah. And thinks about Christmas. So Grace is uh, sleeping in the room. She's asleep, and Tom is like offering Jack some like candy and milk and cookies. And then Jack says, "Cookies? Oh yeah. Somebody, it, you know what would have been not, more on brand for? It's for not Jack? like that though. It's not cookies. Oh yeah, he's it's, he's just like, oh, I would he love literally some just opens his eyes and he's just like, yeah, I'll have some yes. cookies. I'm pretty hungry. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> you know what would have been really funny and on brand is if Grace was like, if you wake up, I'll have sex with you. And then he's like, I'm awake. <laughs> That would be pretty funny. What if he was faking the coma for three months because he hoped he, that it would let it would make Grace have sex with him? It's it's canon I would rather to me. He just died, and I'm pretty sure that it's true. And he's been faking it this whole time, and he's just like, "Fuck, okay." It would add up. <laughs> but if it's did not someone sex, say something about Nookie? <laughs> um, ah. so ah, that's a word that they would use on this show because they're all fucking no. old people. No. Mm. Um. So so Tom <laughs> rings the bell. To wake up Grace, but she goes sicko mode and burns King's Landing instead. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So Tom is like, Grace, Grace, Jack was just awake. He he was talking. He said he wants cookies. Because we skipped over over the the very important part where, uh, so Jack wakes up because of cookies. And then he, like, asks, uh... What the? How what long he's been out? Or yeah, what date is oh, it? Oh yeah, and, you boy. Yeah, what day and, is it today? Yeah, and then Tom says it's Christmas Eve, and uh, Jack says it's Christmas Eve. Well, about to head out, and he just dies again. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just out. Yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Uh, you you snore yeah. when you're in a coma. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Grace, Grace is like, oh, Tom, no, he's in a coma. It's you're trying to make me feel better, but look, I can see him. He's in a coma, and then it cuts to Jack, and he goes. <sighs> Do comatose patients have impeccable comedic timing? Yes. Is that a, is that a symptom yep. of coma? Yes. <laughs> uh, so then Grace is like, okay, Tom, we should we should probably head out. We got to get to church. Mom will probably be here to pick us up soon. And then Tom's like, I'm not I'm not leaving unless uh, until Jack wakes up because I don't want to be gone if he wakes up again. And he walks back to Jack's bedside. And this is a sweet moment aside from the fucking nonsense of it. 
Yeah, in a vacuum. Yeah, I like the Tom. It this would be is, nice if Tom I mean by, like, actually If this was, like, Jay. a non-canonical, like, just a Christmas episode, like, this would be one thing, but, like... <laughs> This whole I'm just episode thinking about, is canon. Like, this bottle episode where Jack, for no explanation, is in a coma and Tom <laughs> is waiting by his bedside, and it's like, well, why is why is Jack in a coma? Okay, so Ricky runs into the emergency room because half of the show takes place in a hospital. Now, forgot to mention that not the, not the emergency room, just like the lobby. Oh, well, of the he's hospital. just running into the yeah. So he's there with Kathy, and I didn't type any notes because I just posted a picture because a picture is worth a thousand <laughs> words. So I'll describe. Um, what I see, I see Kathy. Sorry, yeah, Kathy. Fuck, this show is so hard. Sorry, to no, talk it's about. okay. You got confused. You thought it was Jesus. I th- no, I, I thought Mary. it was the Virgin Sorry. Mary. Sorry, Kathy I forgot rides, about this. Kathy rides in on a donkey with a saddle. on an entire donkey. He's got a saddle. She's wrapped with her a blanket around her head, so she's wearing like you know a head wrap. Yeah. thing. Importantly, I don't, like a shawl. importantly, a very a blue one, which is the famous Virgin oh. Mary color. Actually, oh, is that something yep. I didn't know? That yeah, it's a thing. Um, I didn't know. Santa that in tow, leading the donkey, just like on Christmas. When <laughs> just like in the nativity. The <laughs> Omar is there once again. The the three just wise like in the nativity. Omar, the uh, Damien John. They're all just like a procession, and they're there. And then the power goes out yep. and there's justice and then the hospital emergency spotlight turns on so <laughs> literally, it can shine, <laughs> shine on kathy for her baby because she's because one thing christians love is comparing things to jesus who i'm pretty like i'm we're jewish and i know that in judaism it's a big no-no to you know worship other gods or whatever right so is this weird is this blasphemous uh, to say that kathy is the virgin mary and her baby is jesus uh, is that is that normal and good? It's I don't think Brenda thought it thought about it that much. Yeah. So yeah. So so Kathy is the Virgin Mary. If the Virgin Mary got pregnant in high school and had a creep, and Joseph was a fucking perv, I don't know. If Joseph was. I, I didn't mean, know Mary him. Did get, he might have been a creepy. Mary did have a uh, have a baby when she was like thirteen. So. Mary, I'm Joseph. I watched so many videos of. I just snuck into women's <laughs> houses and watched them give birth. It's intriguing. It intrigues me. So, okay. Uh, 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 Adrian so, yeah, and Omar. The, the spotlight turns on uh, and yes. the do, do you get an alarm place. Yeah, Brenda comes out of, she, she tears the wall of the screen and says, do you get it to the audience? Yeah. The uh, angel Gabriel descends from on high and says, do you think this means anything? I promise you so it does. So there's a, there's a, a mercifully short uh, scene here. Where Adrian and Omar finally go to his parents' house, and before they go in, she again is like, I'm baby and I have goldfish memory, Omar. Are you gonna <laughs> propose tonight? And he says, he says, no, let's have the same conversation again. And then Writing is uh, hard! It's after hard that to conversation, write! Uh, Omar says, I didn't get you a ring, Adrian, I got you a cashmere sweater. A ring. A ring and ring. Adrian Hello? says, Adrian says, <laughs> whatever. You can't beat that toy store. And Omar's just like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Damn, that place was popping. My that gift sucks ass compared to those big teddy bears that were hanging from the ceiling. So Chloe is loving Christmas, loving her life, loving Christ. She, and the, the this girl, this 24-year-old actress, or 25-year-old actress playing a 15-year-old character, she's sitting on the floor opening her gifts, which... So far, are just like a couple of hair ribbons. Like she's Everyone fucking in six this years old. A fucking baby. Yep. She's like oh, hair ribbons f- for me. You mean it? Wow, Mr. Boykovich, Duplo. I loves me a Duplo. <laughs> and then she's like, 
she okay she's like she's doing like a christmas it's a treasure hunt and she stands up and walks over to her nightstand and opens the door the drawer and it's like well done here is your second clue and the second clue check just directs her the second clue so it was floor to nightstand the nightstand nightstand to the door of her closet x marks the spot baby leo you have a fucking mansion. Can you get creative for the love of God? I got a lot of money, but I don't got a lot of ideas. It's midnight. They're I tired. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that rhymes with downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> what rhymes with closet? Camille, fuck it. We're just ending at the closet. <laughs> so there's something in the closet, and it's not a skeleton. Um, no, it's she opens a the door and it's a little kitten. And, a little and I gotta basket. fucking give my cool teen moment to the cute kitten me because too. Brenda knows me. It's Thanks, Brenda. It's patches. I don't like that as a kitty. I like I like that she comes up with the cat name in like one second. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, and she she again like the this twenty five year old actress. Oh my god, with the boy kitten. She's like my oh, very own kitten. Oh, I'm gonna call her Patches. It's like come on. <laughs> It's so grating. <laughs> and like, like, oh my god. And then so, Leo says, Leo says, hey Ben, there's a treasure hunt for you too. Oh my god. And then Ben, ben goes off on his own treasure hunt. And then Chloe is like, thank you for saving my life. And Patch's wife. <laughs> and then we go to the Jurgens house. Mimsy is showing Nora the box step and Moose Mimsy is wearing is, a hat. yeah, teaching Nora to, bo- to do the box step to some fake-ass bluesy Christmas song he calls because they spent Moose- all the money on Santa Claus is coming to town. Moose styles 911. Mo- Moose styles 911 to wish them a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! <laughs> and then Anne is like, it's so nice to have the kids out of the house and George talks about how he hopes Ashley's having a big wet Italian Christmas. <laughs> He's he says I hope Sugar Plum is having a great Italian Christmas, but if she's not, and they say in unison, we Who don't cares? have to hear about it. Yeah, we glasses. fucking hate her. We hate our daughter. Yeah, fuck kids. Fuck our kids. Yep. They suck. I hate marriage and I hate kids. George says, uh, uh-huh. "Thanks for helping with dinner with Kathleen." And Anne says, "Well, I saw her in her Santa's little helper suit. She looked like she needed something to eat. So that's cool, 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 cool great, cool, great cool, stuff cool, from great, Brenda. Great, Thanks." Great. So Anne says, uh, "Hey, George, I'm sorry I interrupted uh, with you and Kathleen today." And George says, "Eh, there's always New Year's. <laughs> you know, George, you can just uh, fuck. Like you can George, just have sex. You're." a middle-aged man and you can have sex whenever you want whenever right like you don't need your girlfriend to be wearing a a santa costume you don't need to be wearing a baby new year diaper he cannot get it up unless it's a holiday it's gotta be role play it's gotta be role play he wants that's why they call them the high holidays because you get it up (laughs) oh my saint patrick's leprechaun nice (laughs) i got sucked off on sukkot It's called the sucker. Um, so, so Ben goes outside and <laughs> he's got. Oh boy! Oh, so you know how Ben used? To, I don't know if you've ever mentioned this, but Ben used to drive around in a Mercedes all the time. Not Mercedes, not his friend Mercedes. Not Mercedes from the Mercedes. Blue Lion House. That's what I meant to say. Um, but 
I swear to God, it's the same I, car. I gotta say, by the way, when Ben's car rolled in and I saw the Mercedes, fuck, <laughs> I, I, I wrote in my notes, I was like, why Don't did it have to be this? Don't say it. Well, he already had a Mercedes. Why well, did it have to be a Mercedes? I swear to God, Leo took Ben's same Mercedes and put a bow on it. Why did they have to pick the brand that I don't know how to say anymore? <laughs> Anyways, what's better than one car? What if it was three of them? <laughs> There's three, because Leo's a fucking asshole and he deserves to get guillotined. I Yay! mean, he, he is an asshole, but he is also apparently very fast, because he sent Ben outside, and then he and Camille, like, teleported outside <laughs> before him. And they drive up in two more sports cars... Uh, one for Henry and Alice. Sorry, two. Alice for, got one. a Camaro. I couldn't tell what Henry got. He got a Bamero. Okay. <laughs> when I uh, look at Alice, I think of I think of a person who would drive a fucking Camaro. <laughs> I have a note, by the way. Uh huh. Which is that I thought it was very funny that every single character who is below the age of thirty went to Hetty's Happy Holiday House, except Henry and Alice, because apparently they were just like, like. Do they have nothing better to do? Leo had Are recruited they... them to drive the fancy car that he got for uh, Ben up to him on midnight at Christmas Eve. Which, That's true. when my friend's rich dad tells me that he has you a present. You're working on Christmas Eve too, Henry and yeah. Alice. Thanks, Leo. Yep. But anyway, says, I, I'll pay I am, you in cost, I am happy for worry. Henry and Alice. Henry and Alice each get a free car. You're going to have to pay insurance on these expensive sports cars. Isn't <laughs> it's that a fine. great gift? Uh, he does say that he cleared it with their parents. Uh, Ben, Ben is like, oh, thanks, thanks, dad, and thanks, mom, and they hug, and it's sweet, and she punches him him in the the face. face. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that, like, Ben's, like, Leo can't give a thoughtful, sweet gift to Ben, so he just buys him a car and calls it a day, because he hates his son, and he just wants to get him to shut up. What's the bigger character development, by the way, that has happened over the past, uh, three months of, of time skip? Ben. Uh, Camille and Ben having a good relationship? Or Leo and Ben having a good relationship. I would say Camille and Ben. I was more surprised that Leo doesn't hate Ben. (laughs) I'm surprised that Ben isn't, like, weirded out by the fact that he has a sister now. Or, like, even worse, like, oh, a sister. Well, it's been three months. It's been three months. I mean, I'm I'm just surprised that Leo isn't openly preferring Chloe over Ben, given his (laughs) track record. It's only a matter of time. But also, like... Like, Ben doesn't- hasn't ever known a woman that he doesn't, like, wanna get with, so it's- it's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Rick and Amy- Hold on. Mm Mm-hmm. Has Ben fucked the most people of any character on this show? I think Adrian is fucked more- because, and, no, Ricky has sex girls, so, so, Ricky is- Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Anyway. One of them was a sex adult. Um, So, Ricky and Amy and John come home, and Amy sees a blue bike, and she goes- There's a blue bicycle, do you get it? She says, hey, Ricky- how how did you get this in here? When did you know. get this in here? I don't know. And don't ask me about this. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Ricky says, wasn't me. Why were you doing Leo voice? I was trying to do Ricky voice and it turned into Leo voice. He says, wasn't me. Must have been Santa. And then they hug and kiss, but I'm like, no, 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 Wait, it had to have been Santa. Hold on. Uh-huh. Was it literally Santa? Because there's... There's literally no. She told you the bike story like four hours ago. No, it was it was Santa. It was it was Christian. It was the the our Lord and Savior Santa. The Judeo Christian Santa. Yeah, Judeo Christian Santa. The one true Santa. Yeah, it was Santa Claus. <laughs> Remember that scene in Indiana Jones when he had to like jump across the tiles to spell the word Santa, <laughs> but in Latin Santa is spelled with a J. <laughs> this is what I'm fucking saying about this episode. Like, you can't like establish that Santa Claus and Christmas <laughs> miracles are real. <laughs> 
in a canonical episode that really happened. It's Brenda's world. Well, anything can happen when you pray to Christ. So, <laughs> so, so, um, they do big kiss and that's enough fluff. So next episode, they'll go back to screaming at each other. Yeah. Next episode, Amy murders him with a chainsaw. God, I Good. Wish. Yeah. Praxis. Tom insists, <laughs> continues insisting before they all go to church that Jack did wake up for a second. And no one yeah, believes him. He's, he's like, like he's, he's like, like, Mom, I t- I'm telling you, he woke up. Here, watch. And then he goes over to Jack and he's like, Jack, do you want some cookies? And Jack goes, cookies? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd be great. And he says, what if Tom was like, I don't actually have cookies. And he went, oh, made cock face and then went back. Oh, back to sleep. <laughs> so Grace is like, Grace tells him he's been in a coma for three months. And Jack's like, did we win? I don't know what that means. The big game? There was, there Yay! wasn't one. There wasn't it's one. It's a Christmas miracle. There wasn't Gary- one. Get ready for an even bigger miracle because Oh, Kathy... and then Grace Grace rings her bell and says, "Do you get it?" Yep. <laughs> Every time the bell rings, an angel gets a boner. <laughs> and then, oh my god, okay, okay. So Grace Grace is like yelling down the hallway. She's like, "Nurse, get some water in here." And and the nurse comes in and she's like, "Oh, it's a Christmas miracle." They all just, just to make sure you get on it. Their, they all fall on their knees and start praying to Christ and God. I was so and then we. I was so ready to be mad because I super thought that the nurse was going to come in and drop the cup of water in like shock. <laughs> I was going to be <laughs> the so nurse mad. Comes and then the water and... turns into wine on the yeah. floor. <laughs> her name is her name is Mer- Nurse Miss Miss Claus. <laughs> nurse Miss Claus. So we cut directly from the nurse saying it's a miracle <laughs> to, to Kathy with her baby. <laughs> Just in Fuck. case you didn't get it. Ah, the miracle of birth! And then yes. Ethan is there, but, uh... All I can like, think well, I about should... is, uh, is how much it must suck to have Christmas as your birthday. Like, that must be yeah, really seriously. shitty. So, so, baby, <laughs> is gonna have a really shitty birthday every year. Yeah, so Ethan says, what are you gonna name her? And she says, I think I'm gonna name her her her. And then he's <laughs> I like, to okay, well, I better, I better get going. And Jonathan and Sonia are here, and they she say was... the same dialogue as the fan fiction. And Kathy gives the baby to Sonia, and it's very sweet. But it would have been sweet if it wasn't a Christmas episode. So, so whatever. Jonathan tells a wonderful story about his crazy aunt who had a who owned a toy store. Uh, quick she... pause, quick pause, quick uh-huh. pause, because uh-huh. I have to be mad first. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sonia is like, "Merry Christmas, Kathy," and Kathy says, "Merry Christmas," and then she turns to Jonathan and says, "And Happy Hanukkah." And quick Google search. No. Uh, Hanukkah 2012 ended December 16th. And I, you again. You think Brenda fucking knows that Hanukkah isn't just ha- happen when Christmas happens? <laughs> it's. She doesn't uh, even know what Hanukkah is. She probably thinks that you put the tr- presents under the menorah. <laughs> Judaism isn't just other Christianity. Everything God, is Christianity. I, what else I was do you like do on, on December 25th? I was fucking on edge for a Kwanzaa joke this episode. I was I, like. I actually. I, I have a theory. Uh, credit to Lauren, my girlfriend, not the character who, uh, (laughs) brought this up. I have a theory that they had to, like, convince Brenda, like, no, 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 no. You can't make a joke about Lauren celebrating Kwanzaa because she's black. You can't do it. (laughs) Brenda, do not make the Kwanzaa joke. Do not make the Kwanzaa joke. (laughs) Like, I, I have a feeling that in the original script of this episode, Madison says something to Lauren, like, I thought you celebrate Kwanzaa. And then Lauren says, no, Madison, we've known each other for our entire lives. I don't celebrate Brenda Kwanzaa. Brenda cross, angrily crosses out a line that says, 
everyone, what the hell is Kwanzaa? And then laugh, laughter. Yay, roll credits. Yay. Angry about it. Okay, okay, so Jonathan tells this wonderful story about his crazy aunt who owned a toy store that she left unlocked that let all the Juvie kids go in there. And even after she passed away, she kept the, he kept, he personally, him himself, the mayor of the award-winning small town, would somehow keep this toy store unlocked uh, as a gift to the community. And then Kathy says, was your aunt's name Hetty? And then and, he says, yeah, do you get it? And then he says, Hetty's a great name for a baby born in 2012. <laughs> and Kathy says, yes, my name is Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the oldest old woman name so far. It's up there. It's up there. So now we get a fun scene of all the juvie kids in their juvie street clothes just looking bu- like normal. Yeah, just a bunch of very stylish, well-dressed, they're well-dressed teen delinquent they're extras. better than Amy was in season one. <laughs> like, they're in the fucking Macy's catalog, straight out of Macy's, and These they are also straight out of prison. fucking Armani Exchange or whatever. <laughs> they're fucking wearing their, their Sunday best for Christmas, and then they're at Hetty's having fun, and then there's, like, a weird fade-out where they all leave for some reason. I didn't really get the point of that. Like, why couldn't they end the episode with all the kids it's, playing? It's Ghosts hey, of Delinquent's other... Past. <laughs> here's, my other que- here's my other fucking question. They established that this, that it was, like, it was Juvie kids and, like, just kids in foster care and kids like Chloe. Why is it all teens? That's how, that's the age that's that kids can afford. are. Why isn't there a, fu- why are, why don't we get, Cause like, there aren't, they don't put, like, little kids in the Macy's catalog. Why can't we see, like, like, children running around with stuffed animals and being happy and having Sam, fun on the Sam, train? Sam, Sam, Why do I have to be, watch 17-year-old kids Sam, riding around on Sam, a little train? Sam, that would be cute if they did it with little kids, where the little kids are playing and having fun. I have, I have a theory. Yeah. I guarantee you that if you go back or forward or whatever in any scene in any other episode and you look at the extras in, like, a school scene in a hallway and you compare them to the kids in this scene, you will find same some age. of the same people. It's the same it's people. The same yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm, like, going through in my head and trying to tally up, like, kids' kids on this show, and I think I count two? Ronald and Bottled are, like, the only children that I can think of that are, like, like elementary aged. We had fucking, uh... I think you might be right about little, that. Little... What the, was it? What was the that little, little kid in the church who was like, You said sex oh, that, No, I was thinking of... Who is, the little, who is little JJ? What was that kid's name? Duncan? Duncan. He was supposed to be, like, a little boy, but he was, like, 25 years old. <laughs> I think I think he was, like, 18. Yeah. But he was played by... He was supposed to be, like, 13. Right. Anyways, here's the other, like, nice moment in this episode is the end credits I thought were pretty cute. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all, it's a photo album of all the actors when they were yeah, little th- kids. Yeah, this was so, actually really cute. This yeah. was a nice, like, a actual capital N nice moment. We see all the actors celebrating Christmas when they're little kids. So you see, like, Lil Mark Derwin and Lil Molly Ringwald. Dude, Lil, Lil Mark Derwin that was, George was <laughs> precious. I, genuinely loved it it reminded me remember when they did that thing where they were showing a picture of george when he was like supposed to be in college and they just showed a picture of like actual mark derwin <laughs> kind of got vibes for that oh, but yeah. it was cute because yeah. he's a little kid do you want to do questions uh yeah i don't know if we have any oh can i can i can well, I, I i actually have a question i have one too so we can do three questions because we have here we'll do our here, let me let me one. do mine okay oh where did the fucking donkey come from yeah <laughs> don't you know it was santa claus himself <laughs> It fell off his sleigh that's pulled by donkeys. I was waiting for them to explain why they had a fucking donkey and it just didn't happen. 
Hee-haw, I'm the Christian donkey. Hee-haw. Can- Where did it come from? Uh... So I don't have an answer for this, but this just reminded me of a thing that was brought to my attention that it exists, like, maybe a week ago. Um, Mm -hmm. so, have you guys ever heard Dominic the Christmas Donkey? No. Of course not. Uh, so this is a Christmas song, um, that I had only heard of from my friend Colin, uh, like, a week or two ago. Uh, and it's a song about a Christmas donkey, and it's bad, uh... It's very fucking bad, uh, but I'm just remembering it, and, uh... We'll, we'll put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I just, I was like, wait, why is this not coming up? And then I realized I searched for Colin the Christmas donkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Oh, they're gonna Colin hear about Patrick that. Donkey. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Colin. Yeah. Sorry, Colin. <laughs> this is a good way to get Colin to listen to our show. <laughs> okay. I have my own question yeah. for all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Can you design a better Christmas special for Secret Life of the American Teenager? Because I have an idea. Yes. Ready? It's exactly Amy- the same, but Jack dies instead of waking up. <laughs> Amy and Ricky are having a fight, as they always are. This is my ideal, so this is a good start to the episode, right? And he's like shitty, and he's like, Amy, you're never, you told me you wanted to get, whatever, fuck him. He goes to Amy, bed Amy, I'm going to throw you off this building again. They're in couch together. And then the ghost of Christmas past comes in and he's like, Ricky, you fucking suck. And then they like, he takes him through his life when he was in juvie, which he famously was, and like shows him all these Christmas memories. And then he gets to the ghost of Christmas future. And that's like at the end of his life when no one remembers him, right? But he's like seeing his own funeral and the only person there is Amy. Amy looks suspiciously A- the same age as when he fell asleep and be like kind of smug and happy about it. Like, man, I sure got out of that one quickly. And then like he wakes up and then Amy murders him. And I think that would be a good Christmas special and a good Christmas gift for me. I'm going to edit it out, but I did try to start singing. Oh, when the saints go marching in, but I had a massive (laughs) coughing attack. I would love to hear them sing that at Ricky's funeral. Um, Here's Uh, our other question. My improved (laughs) Christmas special would be uh it's just omar and adrian rehashing their conversation (laughs) for a whole episode but why do we have to adrian i told you we had but i don't know adrian we went over this remember but i don't want well adrian roy do you have an ideal secret and then they're eating uh saltwater taffy made by monks (laughs) maybe crossover a modao zushi (laughs) themed christmas episode uh I do have a concept. Uh, it's kind of just a bottle episode about the uh, Taffy Monks. That's I want to see their point of view. It's also animated like a Rankin Bass Christmas special. Ooh. It's like claymated? <laughs> yeah, it's claymation. Ooh. 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 Maybe it's about you know, the claymation one... is perfect for Taffy. Yeah. The one monk who doesn't want to be a Taffy Puller. Yeah. He wants to be like a song and dance monk. And then at the well, end that's, realize... that's the problem is he everyone else is trying to pull the Taffy and he's trying to pull his Taffy. He's a monk that jerks off? Yeah. Just say Taffy. He's a- Taffy-fee. He, Taffy-fee. Taffy. He's a monk. Despite negative press, taffy <laughs> So jerkinit.tumblr.com slash ask if you want to send in uh, better questions. Here's one that says, of the many couples in Secret Who's Life- Who's it from? It's from Anonymous. It says, of the many couples in Secret Life of the American Teenager- which could use the most? Which could most use the renowned marriage counseling services of Duke Crabtree? 
Roy, do you get that one? I do not that... get that one. Ah, okay. So Duke Crabtree is from a, He's a, terrorist. a Flash series, uh, don't spoil it, called uh, <laughs> Ambition, uh, that has been uh, uh, done on uh, Retsu Okay. He talks like, he talks like this. Okay. I'm Duke Crabtree. Now here comes the long arm of the law. Oh, God. If you want to get married, you better fake it and have a funny man whoa, whoa, do a whoa, squirt. there, buster. <laughs> <laughs> he says... I'm a marriage counselor. Uh, ambition's good. Um, who could benefit the most? Well, I, I, I do think that we should point out that, uh, Duke Crabtree is not a marriage marriage counselor, counselor. but he, he is canonically better at it than Ken Fields would be. So I'm going to say, he just hits you with a crowbar until you realize that your marriage is good. (laughs) You know what? I I sincerely would fucking love to see Amy and Ricky get some Crabtree counseling. <laughs> it's just Ricky getting the sense beat into him. Good stuff. Well, I mean, he'd be beaten to death, but do you think that what <laughs> Jack Jack uh Jack someone opens Jack's door and you hear, "Start praying, Christian." <laughs> and then the guitar sting. Oh my god. Whoever and then Amy's that... sitting there on the couch with Ricky and she goes, "Have some spaghetti." <laughs> Whoever sent that question and is losing it right now, because they know who Duke Crabtree is. Oh okay. God. That is all of our questions. That's it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's take it to uh, the close. I... Oh, did we... Oh. We have an important... I don't think we did this last week. Uh, favorite and least favorite characters. I had a, an important note, which was that uh, last week, picking my least favorite character was incredibly difficult, because my notes, now the template is... Uh, least favorite besides George or Ricky or Ben or Ethan, and mm-hmm. it's it's getting a lot harder. To... Who's your least favorite character this week? Because this one, like no one was, like no one was logged on this week. Right, I I gave my favorite to uh, Henry and Alice because they did nothing wrong and and got <laughs> they did nothing up by everyone episode. and didn't get to hang out at Hetty's. Uh, my favorite character this week was Santa for giving Amy a bike and existing. <laughs> my favorite was Patches. <clears throat> oh, uh, Patches oh, yeah. pa- is so cute. Oh, right. yep. That's right. Yeah, Patches. 10 out of 10 favorite character, Patches. Thank you, Patches. Yep. Love to see a kitten. Gonna pet my own cat. Love to see a kitten. This episode. My least favorite, besides George, Ricky, Banner, Ethan, was everybody who was just, like, playing around and having fun while Kathy <laughs> sat there like, oh, God, oh, Terrible God. Terrible friends! Yay! Li- literally, Kathy's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and it just cuts straight to rockin' around. <laughs> Amy's just like, Whoa, my least favorite yeah. character is Hetty for ostensibly creating a community help center for escaped convict children, but actually creating. No, that's actually sorry. I'm sorry. My favorite character is Comrade Hetty, <laughs> uh, enemy to all cars and lover of trains. And I think my least favorite character is, is uh, Mimsy herself for just being so mean all the time. <laughs> Yeah, Mimsy She's so really mean. hates Anne. I'm having a hard time picking between Mimsy and uh, kind of going with a Sam one, but zeroing in on Madison for uh, really just enjoying the prospect of a 15 year old girl really giving birth Kathy in a toy to store. Give birth in a- she really well, wants Kathy to give birth. Well, if in that a toy happened, store. she would get it. Yeah. <laughs> so in that sense, I mean, it's hey, good. if Kathy gives birth in a toy store, that baby's gonna die at like age 30. <laughs> My least favorite character this episode was Brenda Hampton-style Christianity. <laughs> Brenda Hampton-style. Man, Jack's, Jack was really bringing <laughs> it with the comedy style. <laughs> hey, hey, sexy, sexy incest. <laughs> so, um, that's it. We're done. 
Uh, okay. Uh, uh, before y'all get into the housekeeping, uh, I have a little uh, secret life hashtag moment that happened to me recently. Please, God. Can I? Okay, so this was very recently. This was last night. So, uh, so uh, once the new year happens, um, my fiance Fallon is going to be filling out the FAFSA because they want to go to college and get some education. Um, mm-hmm. so they came to me last night, they've been looking into, you know, FAFSA stuff and what they have to do and everything, and they came up to me and they said, uh, so, I realized that if I am, uh, independent, if I'm declared independent, I can get more money from the FAFSA, um, but the way to guarantee that I'm, uh, declared an independent, uh, could be if we just got married. And I said, okay, uh, and we... Spent about 15 minutes uh, debating whether we should just secret get married at the courthouse in order to get uh, federal school money. Uh, oh. <laughs> and then, uh, but then it turned out to be unnecessary because uh, Fallon's mom isn't claiming them on her taxes, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but it was, it sure was a thing that almost happened. I'm so you, I assume you. I assume you did just preemptively load up, marry you by Bruno Mars. I had it going. Did you going. hire a funny old man? <laughs> the, the whole I was, conversation. I was looking into funny old men. I noticed that there's a man with the funny name of Cotton who will, uh, who you can hire to Cotton. marry you in, <laughs> in the city that I live in. Siri, find me funny old men who do marry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm okay, glad. Google, I'm glad. Funniest old man chapel. <laughs> I'm glad that it didn't happen for two reasons. Number one, as Brenda Hampton has told us, marriage fucking sucks, and everyone <laughs> who's married is miserable. And I don't want you to be miserable. Yeah. And also, if you got married um, at like a, a secret wedding, you'd have so many fights about uh, when you're going to get real wedding. I know. And if yeah, yeah if we tried, and to then go you'd through. have to have a funny racist. You have to have Indian a funny wedding. racist Indian wedding off yeah. screen. It's really funny that three months have passed in Amy and Ricky's life and they never once fucking talked about getting married or, or like, got married or anything like that. We don't, hey, we, we don't know for a fact that they didn't get married off camera. <laughs> they might be married. They, they probably they got also, married and per- forgot about it. Seemingly, they're going to be arguing about Hudson University next week, so that argument was just on hold for three months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jordan, just to reiterate, next episode that we watch is going to be after another four-month break. So for all we know, they'll be married when we come back. <laughs> they will have already gotten married and divorced, and now they're engaged again. We're going to have we're After going John to have went passed to- seven months of TV. John moved out and went to college, <laughs> and we're still not married, Amy. Why are you holding out on me? Anyways. We're going to come back next episode. Uh, Anne's going to be straight again. She's going to be married to David. <laughs> Kill me! God. Stop! George is still a virgin. He still hasn't found the perfect time to make love to his his girl. He's like, oh, we missed we missed New Year's. Valentine's Day came and went. We just uh, we we couldn't sync up our schedules. Mom, my mom was visiting and, and waiting for was... Flag Day for my flag to go up the flagpole. <laughs> I'm waiting for President's Day so Kathleen can dress up like the sexiest Abraham Lincoln. I'm gonna fucking emancipate her pants off. God. Anyway, Ricky's taking off his divorce about... boat. He's wearing his flag flag underwear, and he's yeah. We never his... fucking found out what was up with those flag underwear. I'm sure well, he will explain in the same episode where we learn where the fucking donkey came from. Anyway, <laughs> oh that's man, Ricky sure is taking week. his divorce cruise to to fucking <laughs> Wentown. That's it for this week.
you can find us on Twitter at Jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash me, twitter.com slash bradipusrex is Jordan Roy. Uh, I'm Roy. You can find me on Twitter at SimperFunny. And you can listen to oh, yeah, Roy's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. What's the Twitter for that? Is it just cloud recesses pod? It's cloud recess pod. Just the one recess. Just the just the one. Just recess. the one. Now you're currently reading the web novel. We are reading the web novel at this moment. We are, uh, Which... yeah. The the episode we're going to be doing this weekend is about uh, chapters fifteen through seventeen. There are a lot of chapters, so I think it's longer than War and Peace, if I remember. It's correctly. very fucking long. Is the thing, <laughs> but not as long as Adrian and Omar's conversation. <laughs> to be fair, about where they'd be having dinner. Of, a lot of the words in that novel are just Chinese words that the translators decided not to translate, yeah. all according to Keikaku. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is in you Chinese, are my nakama. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sasuke, you little bitch. Anyway, uh, you can. We have a Discord server where we do uh, text conversation and do to and do text and chat and talk about it uh, that you can find on any of our episode posts. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgen it, where $1 will get you a mildly special role in our Discord server, our readings of the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our Circle Jerk episodes where we watch the Just Say Me episode every week for 10 weeks in a row. We, uh, we got fan fiction readings. We are just about to finish the pregnancy packed fanfic, after which I have something very special for us. Oh. Uh, as well as our uh, Grant High School Exchange Program episodes, where we watch various high school movies. Next up uh, is going to be Beastly, which I believe will be. Weekend, uh, uh, Wednesday after next, I think is when we're planning on Something doing like that. Hell yes. I think. Uh, $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role. Uh, shout out the podcast and lets you send in a message that we will read in Ben Voice ASMR optional. $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role, letting you listen to the episodes while we record. Uh, and all the other stuff. Shout out to our 10 and $5 subscribers Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Stephanie Ruff. Dr. B. Dandy, Colby, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very much. You can find us at secretlifepod.com. You can say that URL out loud to your friends. You can scream it from the mountaintops if you so choose. Or you can keep it to yourself and let this podcast just be your little secret. Don't tell my, don't tell my don't tell our mom. Or you could tell our mom, but I really hope you don't. I don't want to hear uh, our mom talking about, or hearing us talk about how much George wants to have sex with Christmas. No, uh, you can uh, find our episodes at SecretLifePod.com, as I mentioned, but here's the secret about that URL. It just fucking redirects to NoiseSpace.xyz, our podcast network, where you can find such podcasts as podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recess. Yes. Or Tuning Fork. Or, or the Wonder Yerks. That's all of them. Yeah. There's some others. Okay, Jordan doesn't want to... I can't think of any right now. <laughs> Jerkin' it. Tuner baiting. <laughs> Ham steak. Ham steak. Hikip Radish. Hikip Oh. We got podcasts out the pod ass. <laughs> Jordan, were you on the new extra credit? No. Then don't listen to that one. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. And lastly, I want to thank Dayquil B. 
because I feel like shit. I'm dying, and I'm gonna go die. Bye, everyone. <laughs> all the time, all the time. Have a fabulous Hanukkah. Yep. A great Kwanzaa. In that order. A great Boxing Day. M- Mary. A great Dongji Festival, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> a, a slamming solstice. A nice New Year's. Nice. Uh, but don't have a fucking happy Christmas because that holiday sucks. We don't do that. And then get married. Bye. <laughs> get married. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager. Is-